And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's an actress and comedian, and the reason that Good Mythical Morning had to take out an insurance policy for boob-related damages, it's Emily Fleming. Chef Jeff is here to tell everyone to stop worrying about Biden's sagging poll numbers. Sagging polls are something that comes with old age and really not that big a deal, okay? I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Dulce de Leche sandwich cookies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular delicious sounding carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Kristen Medlock. And yes, I am on Patreon. Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff there. We've got bonus episodes with Jenna Kim Jones, with Renee Colvert, with uh, Elliot Owen, Tony, Daniel, and me, that one was, would you call it a disaster, Daniel? Uh, It was a bit of a train wreck. Yeah. I mean, what is that sound? I love it, though. Hi, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, It's all going to hell. Hold on. Okay. It sounds like this. That's what I'm hearing. I don't hear it anymore, though. All better. Okay. So anyway, it's a long story, but mm. let's just say that uh, the when Tony sent me the file, it was called Patreon Chaos. <laughs> but I posted it. There's some pretty funny stuff. In There's it, a though. lot of funny stuff. Elliot roasted me. <laughs> I posted it, and the responses that I'm already getting are very positive. Like, this one is filled with gold. This was amazing. This was wonderful. I've never heard Tony laugh like that. We were, li- so, we were listening to it again, and there's some yeah. pretty, like, oh, <laughs> Funny. Yeah, it's, so it's good. Um, and by the way, the episodes that I mentioned, those are just the recent ones. The back catalog has all of your favorites, uh, including a drop bonanza from none other than Jeff Fox, who happens to be here. Hello, what? Jeff. Hi, Allison. It's good to be here. Let's not bite that for a minute, just because it's making a lot of noise, okay? Well... In my defense, I got called over here at the last minute during dinner time, so I'm eating. <laughs> Allow me to explain, and also to say, which I should have said before, go for an annual subscription on Patreon. Get two months free. Patreon! Okay, do, so... Yeah, do that yes. now. You don't even have to worry about 2024. You know what I mean? Right. You'll, you'll, it'll take you right through. Yeah. You, just coast right on through. Go subscribe. Do an annual subscription, and with that two months free... It puts money in your bank account. I mean, it not pays, literally. It pays for itself That's after right. two months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. We are stu. I don't quite understand the math either, but all I know is you can go to law school on the money that you save. Well, I don't stand by that. You can go to DeVry trade school. I mean, again, I'm not sure I stand by that. You could go bowling. If you get a coupon for free bowling. <laughs> you could buy soup? Uh, if you go to the soup kitchen and get free soup, then it pays for soup. But the but it's value. It's value added. Definitely is. Okay. All right. 
I feel like this is my show. Envision me holding. This is a vigil. (laughs) A handful of of uncooked rice. Mm, Okay, I'm imagining it. And it's just... Now, why I chose to carry a handful of uncooked rice in my outstretched palms instead of a bowl, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Strange choice. It's a poor choice. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, it worked. All these years. Low, all these years. And now suddenly... That's how you've always done it? I've always... Yeah. I've always... (laughs) <laughs> oh, sorry. Did I explain that the rice is my show? Yeah, I see. This is my show. I'm holding it. I'm holding it gingerly and tenderly in my palms, mm-hmm. and suddenly the grains are slipping through my fingers. The grains being scheduled guests, mm-hmm. and also my producer. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened. So there's three grains of rice in your hand. No, Daniel. <laughs> there's only two because one of them's her. <laughs> I see. No, the rice is not. No, no, no. There's like multiple servings of rice in my hands, especially because it bulks up when you cook it. I'm just saying the wheels are coming off of the rice. Okay. It's like this. This episode was supposed, and I, it's, is it good to let them know what they could have had and then be like, but instead we're having celery. I mean, it could have been rice, but it's celery. Yeah, tell them. Okay. Initially, it was supposed to be. David Honey Huntsberger, Emily Fleming, Tony, you, me. Okay. And then old Honey Huntsberger had warned me. Humped a booger? <laughs> had warned me that he had been sick and it was affecting his voice. And can he check in with me tomorrow or the next day? And I said, yes, no problem. Pitch, please. <laughs> he checked in. Well, good friend, it's not looking good. He still doesn't have a good voice. He doesn't, still doesn't have a voice, I mean. He's not in good voice. I think that's what they say. I've never the lost theater. my voice get being sick. Really? Yeah. I have. I wish I did. It's, Many it's people kinda... wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, there is something cool about it at the beginning. It's like, uh, it's like developing a new school. You new know what's scale. the best is mm-hmm. when, I mean, I don't like it when my sons get sick, but- when Owen gets sick and he gets that raspy voice. It's yeah, really cute. it's really, really, really cute. So anyway, and we have to talk about Owen in a moment because uh, Daniel broke his heart earlier. I did. Okay. So anyway, uh, Dave Huntsberger, he was out. I'm like, that's okay. We still got Emily Fleming, which by the way, we still do have Emily Fleming, just not yet. Did David lose his voice from too much vaping? Fuck, that's good vaping. <laughs> See how I set myself up for that drop? <laughs> Uh, that's good though. Eighty thousand dollars worth of film school at your service. <laughs> oh, that's what you can get with two months free of Patreon. That's right, film school. <laughs> like five minutes of film five school. Mi- yeah, how many minutes? <laughs> what you get is the value that I have drawn from eighty thousand dollars worth of film school, and whittle it down and boil it down into a thick syrup that gets delivered to you. Via this podcast. A thick syrup. That's what I wish my podcast was instead of loose grains of rice. We'll so, mix we'll mix the loose grains of rice and some thick syrup and then shampoo. It'll be slop. Rice filled shampoo. Rice. That's Rules, my yeah. show. This is rice podcast gruel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so anyway, then an hour before the show, an hour and ten, mm-hmm. Tony said here, I'll read his text. Hold please. Do 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 
Okay. Glasses on. Yeah, what's cause... what's up with Tone Zone? Oh, I didn't t- I didn't fill you in. I just you told tell you me. that he wasn't going to be able to. Okay. He said, um, so I know this is extremely inconvenient timing, but I suddenly got super. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm sorry, Tony. It makes me laugh. <laughs> if it's a, if it's that he's sick, <laughs> it is. <laughs> you read it. All right. Uh, so I know this is extremely inconvenient timing, but I suddenly got super nauseous and have turned very red. I have no idea what is going on. <laughs> it hit me very suddenly. <laughs> For some reason, the fact that he turned red is funny to he me. I know, red. I know. I know. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I don't. It just tickled my funny bone. It's not funny. I said, "Oh." <laughs> anyway, um, I hope All he's right, better. So he's sick too, and he's red. And he turned red. Um. Yeah. So, okay. So I reached out to Jeff thinking there's no way Jeff is going to be able to do it. It's so last minute. Jeff being the Jeff MVP to the rescue. that he is. Yeah. So yeah. here he is. And, and then what a, and what a delight. around 412, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then I had this thing that's been happening to me lately, hence the rice grains through my fingers of like, what level of confirmation do I need? Maybe I need them to say the word confirmed. Um, and so then I got in touch with Emily and she's like, oh shit, I thought it was tomorrow on my way, which makes her a bit of an MVP too. The fact that she's hustling over here is, is great, but didn't you send an email this morning? I sent an email last night, but, th- but I, all of a sudden I realized she never responded to it. You know what I need to do? You shouldn't send it. it, it I think you had an auto send at midnight. I didn't. That's when I got it. And it's like you. I'm staring emails, at Jeff as if he would understand emails how received, email works. Emails received in the middle of the night or sometimes. But lost. I didn't have an auto send, you asshole. <laughs> well, why did I get it at midnight? Because that's uh, the you stroke of your midnight. email? That's when you take me email. That's what you sound like to me. <laughs> no? I said, okay. That sounds like you're not managing your life very well. Do you want to know when I sent it? Do I? Uh, do you? I'm fine. 4.57 p.m. Uh, did, you, uh, did you put it in the post? Did you send it v- via courier? I sent it via Gmail. They should have a service that's like e-courier. So it's like... If you don't want to spend so much money sending an email, you could send it like via a slow a slow courier, <laughs> you know, and then that they just they deliver it um, later. I will say, given I do feel sometimes like when you send an email to like three people, it takes well multiple people. It takes longer. I I don't know. It, it's are you it, really saying pull it up? I'd rather not. Are you really saying it arrived at midnight? I got it at midnight. And well, it, it probably has something to do with Apple's like email thing on my phone. I got updating it at, at email, midnight. meaning it or it showed up at midnight? Or that's I you got looked. it. At, it arrived in your inbox at midnight. My phone said email from Allison Rosen at midnight. Now, 
my phone probably did some sort of update mm. where it got emails. But it's like, why isn't it right doing it regularly throughout? Why? Well, maybe that takes six with, hours with Emily or eight as, hours as well. I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, it's a great conversation. I think I need. You know what I need to do? I need to say, please confirm receipt. Or like, please let me know you got it. I mean, this. Jeff had the right solution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jeff has a solution, which is I should start sending calendar invites. Yes. And Jeff claims... <laughs> that makes, What makes the sound fuck? Like, so like, I doubt you. Yeah. Jeff claims he also was resistant to the calendar invite, but has come around. Yes. Because I have been resistant to the calendar invite because when someone has said to me in the past... Can you send me a calendar invite? I thought to myself, I don't really know how. The problem with a calendar invite, I think the reason I never think to do it is because I'm not confident that if I sent a calendar invite, I don't know what calendar they use. Mm -hmm. Like if they use Google or Apple or whatever. Or it's a wall calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Does it update to wall calendars? It does. If oh, you, wow. There's wow. an attachment. If you click it. And then if you put it on a thumb drive and take uh -huh. it to Kinko's, uh -huh. they will print out on a post-it note that they will mail to you. And then you can, once you get that in the mail, then you can put that on your wall oh, calendar. That's super convenient. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you it's can not a literally lot upload it to your wall calendar. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, uh, if I were to do it on Google Cal. Google Cal. Would that, you. and somebody doesn't have Google Cal. Could it update to their Apple Cal? Yeah, so it gives you an option. There's there, are, I don't know. So it's what, like a universal uh, file. Yeah, yeah, there's a file type. I think it's .ics. That's a sort of mm. so it's whatever thing. one you use. Yeah, oh. and there's even I think there's even a little menu thing across the bottom. It's like add to Yahoo Calendar, add to that's what you wow. should do. Right. What's brilliant about it is you could put in there an automatic reminder that pops up on their business you know what i mean mm -hmm. now jeff why were you resistant previously because there's a podcast that i work on where everybody's remote and this was pre-pandemic and i had scheduled via email a phone call with somebody that's on the team for this podcast and it was clearly stated oh let's talk at four i'll call you blah blah and then she sent me a calendar invite and i was invite and i was like what I get it. Four o'clock. <laughs> like, you know, why do you have to make this official calendar? Blah. But when I was working at my last jobby job, I was dealing with all kinds of people mm -hmm. from all over, different departments. And I, I would use my calendar for scheduling my day hour by hour. So to get the invite, to have it populated into my calendar so that I could just look at it and go, oh, okay, well. And the other thing is that it, it, it would also block out. So let's say we're recording from two to four. Mm -hmm. I could have the settings on my calendar where it would say to people, I'm not available from two to four. So there was a lot of scheduling help that was involved. That's what sort of got me hip to it. And now I'm on the receiving end of a lot of calendar invites. And it's helpful because all <laughs> the- Brag. Yeah. I know. Wow. <laughs> well, two a week. Anyway. Uh, That's multiple. It is multiple. I like it because all the information is in there if- there's a time change for the person on the other end. They just update their calendar and it automatically sends me an invite. So it saves them time. It saves me time. So what it's I'm hearing so is initially it felt too corporate for you. Yes. Which I think is actually potentially my resistance as well um, or was. Uh, but now you're realizing that it's actually efficient. Yeah. It's, okay. It's I'm efficient do it. for everyone. I'm coming around. Yeah. 
I'm coming around to it. The reason I was annoyed by it, by it initially was like it was clearly established via our email conversation, and then to get this additional calendar reminder. Yeah, like it feels redundant. Redundant. But now you can just, you know, if somebody says, if you say, oh, can you record on whatever date in the afternoon? Okay, then send a calendar invite and everybody gets it. And then mm-hmm. there, it's so easy for you to see if people have responded to it. Yes. It's all sort of consolidated. What are you working for Big Cal? Yeah. Big Calendar over here, getting a paycheck on the side. Big, yeah. Big Cal Worthington. I'm a, a I'm a cal- I'm what's known as a calendar influencer. <laughs> So that's a lot of people have wondered why I'm not in the photo for shows. Yeah. And that's because I'm a calendar influencer. And if I, if I'm in a photo and I don't have a t-shirt that says iCal, mm-hmm. I don't get paid. You're right. a cal- you're a calendar guy. Yeah. Now, do you, are you in an actual iCal calendar? Like a 12 months of Jeff? I don't know what that means. Jeff's, <laughs> Jeff has an account on only Cal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to buy. You have to buy. <laughs> I was your a laugh, and I thought I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Well, so, like, my best if, jokes get people allergy attacks. That's when, that's I'm when allergic you to fun. pure humor. No, like twelve months of iCal, so it'd be like January. It's like you in an iCal shirt and a Santa hat, and then February no, we is get like it. we get it. Okay. No, it took me a minute. As I, I was, don't think Jeff got it. I didn't get oh, it. Okay. Yeah. As we've established before, I'm the world's worst. Improv comedy. That was my so. favorite <laughs> moment from the Dalton episode when Dalton asked Jeff a question near the end, and Jeff's like, "Oh, because you said that you got kicked off social media, right?" And Dalton was like, "Really? Tell me more, Dalton Castle." And, and you're like, "Well, <laughs> this is all made up, and I don't know how to improv, so <laughs> I'm so speaking good. my truth." <laughs> um, big news, guys! What the fifth anniversary edition of Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases <laughs> That Scare Me, which is my book. With five new essays, wow. five new illustrations is available Ooh. for order. Go to my link tree, which is in my bio on oh my Instagram, God. or just Google link tree and Allison Rosen, and you will find it and you can get there. And it's got an updated cover, a couple of things on the cover. It's clear how they're different. And then there's like a little bit of an Easter eggy update as well. Wow. And. I said something about this whole situation to Daniel last night, and he said, I mean, you've literally been plugging this book for years. It's not like it's something new. <laughs> and I well, said, you, thank you, honey. Well, you were you were feeling like the um, there wasn't a uh, a mad rush to to. OK, I'll explain. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of buzz about these new illustrations <laughs> from Daniel. I mean, the, they're pretty spectacular. I posted it. Look, people have already bought it. I already posted a picture of someone who has already received I'm not saying people are interested in it. I'm just saying like, you're not going to get the same interest that you would get if it were brand new. Because I posted on Instagram and I said, you know, put book in the comments and I'll DM you a link. And literally 0.0 people <laughs> have, have asked for a book. Uh, but meanwhile, so many people want to link to Daniel's favorite things list. So then uh, I said, well, this is real humbling. And well, you know what? It like, is. Well, it is. Got, it's got five new essays, five new illustrations. And if you need even more Allison writing, subscribe to her Substack. Oh, my God. I like that a lot. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe I can convince her to write another book. Yeah, I know. Daniel's up my butt about that. You're a good writer. Thank you. Up your butt. Yeah. 
Jeff, you'll appreciate this. Yeah. So, uh, and yes, I did mention this on Monday's episode, but I feel that it needs to go to the, a wider audience that includes Jeff. Um, Elliot was standing next to me. Elliot, who he learned to read in kindergarten, but like it's really coming together for him now. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there and he looks up at the wall uh, and he goes, zip it, cunt. Zip it, zip it, cunt. <laughs> because I have this little embroidered thing that a listener sent me oh. that says "zip it, cunt" on it. So that is that has happened now, and I wow. explained to him it was a thing I said on a show a long time ago. No, no, I don't even think it was. I said it was a thing I said. I said it's a thing from a show a long time ago, and that cunt is an a not kind word to call someone. So like, you never want to call someone that. You know, in school or in public, it would hurt their feelings. But anyway, I thought that was funny. His teacher had warned us that this is the age where they they'll be able to read your texts, and they're uh, going to start reading things. You know, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, they'll start so. reading your needlepoint. I know exactly. I found in a thrift shop a hat, a blue baseball hat, and then in black glitter letters, it says D I L F. <laughs> oh. And had a bunch of power tools around it. So one assumes it was dad I'd like to. Yeah. And I texted hashtag Al and I said, I want to send this to you so bad, but I know that this is too peppery for you. But I I said, I just wanted you to know that this, you were the first person I thought of sending this. And he said, yeah, sorry, my kids are old enough that they would actually be able to read that and say, (laughs) dad, what does DILF stand for? Hmm. I mean, isn't it yeah. better that they learned it at home, though? Because exactly. they're going to find it on the streets. Yeah, listen, my aim is to be the number one DILF at the school. Mm-hmm. How's uh, it? Which school? Both? Any school. I might, My current, I've said this before, my current goal is to become so good looking that people want to be friends with me just to look at me. Just because they want to look at mm-hmm. me. So like, that's the goal. Who's an example of this? I mean, I, I feel like people are friends with people like Brad Pitt, you know, back in Probably. the day because he's so good looking, you know. But yeah, like that kind of. Mm. We're just like, man, I just like, he's just eye candy. I just want to, I want to have you ask me out for like coffee just so they can gaze across the table at me or be seen with me and feel like they're better looking as, as a result of being with me. Oh, the halo effect. Yeah. I've got a long way to go, but that's the, you got to ha- dream big. That's what I'm saying. Now, when you get to this point, are you going to leave me? Uh, Listen, who knows where the cards will right. fall. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to micromanage this, uh, <laughs> yeah. this rift in your relationship, but I would say stick around and um, <laughs> throw it in her face for a, for a long time. I think that's the power move. It is. Rather kinda. than just t- taking off and. Yeah, like if a new trophy wife. If it's one of those things where it's like, why is he with her? Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to like soak that up for a long time. I think you're going to get more satisfaction. Yeah. Like, oh, she must have a great personality. (laughs) She she must be rich or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let me know when that happens. Jeff. Yes. Do you miss having a jobby job? I think about this all the time. I do and I don't. The main thing that I liked about having a jobby job was not having the existential dread on me 24 hours a day of, holy shit, I have to keep all of this afloat. Am I making the right decision? 
every minute. I'm constantly reevaluating. Should I be doing something different? Am I doing enough? That was the beauty of having a job job was just that. Also, just money shows up whether you work or not. <laughs> um, but so true. That and I, my last jobby job, I actually liked a lot of the people that mm-hmm. I worked with. And when my department got nuked and I got laid off, I really missed people. It was really like yeah. I got divorced from my family. And I never experienced that at a jobby job before. Like every other jobby job I had, I was like, I'm ready to leave this at any time. I don't mm. like any of you. But the last one, I actually really, really liked a lot of people. So that was a bummer. But I don't miss the the sort of forced socialization, being semi-introvert and not being very corporate. That sort of like, it's Bagel Friday. Happy Friday. Happy uh. Monday. Like the first time somebody said happy Friday to me, I was like, what? Happy <laughs> Friday? Is that a thing that people say? Yeah. Like there are all these weird little social things that you have to do in an mm-hmm. office corporate environment that just don't exist in the rest of the world and were just a shock to me and i i you know i could sort of roll with it but you know i liked most of the people i worked with but just having to be jovial with 15 people between the elevator and my desk first thing in the morning was brutal to me i mm-hmm. could not take it like i would try and find a secret way to get to the coffee room so that i could at least get a cup of coffee <laughs> Before I had to say hi to 15 people going to my desk and nicest people and they meant nothing but nice to the, but I just, it's I, a just lot. I just don't have it in me. The yeah, office hack for that. If, and this is like expensive, but you get yourself uh, a little personal coffee maker for your desk and you don't have to go to the coffee room. Well, no, I mingle with the fucking that I didn't mind. It was the just people. the, the having to get to my desk to put my stuff down before I got a cup of coffee to have to deal with people right. that was difficult right so as long as i had a, a cup of coffee beforehand that would be fine now see did, now you didn't have any coffee at home. i know this is not the point of your story but i'm going in a different direction did you have coffee at home before you got to work yeah oh you did but that okay. was you just needed nothing you need your work coffee yeah i needed my like okay because i have never been one of those people that uh like goes to starbucks every day and has my starbucks order that i get every day um and in fact i have never understood the people that if that's your first a bit like for whom that's the first coffee of the day because i need yeah. coffee get out the door yeah yes exactly i need coffee ideally i like to have coffee before i take a shower um although i recognize that if i could just get in the shower first thing it would be so much better for me yeah i i it's too much time to make coffee and put it in a travel container or something mm-hmm. like that so for me uh, when I would go to the office, sometimes I would hit a Starbucks. Uh, although that can add up. Yeah, you know. So if if you're lucky enough to work in a place that has good coffee, then you just go. Our my our office had a um like a Starbucks machine, you know, so it would serve the. Oh, yeah, we had neat. that too. Yeah, so you could get the same beans. Like the so there's no point to go to Starbucks. At car dealerships, I think they often have those. Yeah, I guess. Like like touchscreen, you can choose your different things. Yeah. All right, guys, breaking news. Emily is five minutes away. I say we take a break. All right. Hello, everyone. We're back, and we are joined by Emily Fleming. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it going? 
I'm kind of frazzled because I was late. It's totally okay. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you're like, I'm on my way. <laughs> like right now. Um, because I do feel that many people in your situation would be like, I'm so sorry. Can we reschedule? Nah, I don't have anything going on. <laughs> That's why it's so embarrassing that I was late. Cause it's like, why? Why was I? <laughs> I know, but okay. Well, a question. Cause this uh-huh. came up earlier. If I had sent you a calendar, cause I never send calendar invites. Oh, yes, invites. more calendar talk. <laughs> We've had some intense calendar talk on this show. Yeah. If I had sent you a calendar talk, what? <laughs> What's a calendar, a calendar talk? invite? Is it like TikTok, but yes. boring? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's this show. If I had sent you, <laughs> if I had sent you a calendar invite, would that have, have like changed the equation for like you? Like if it, if it, if it came with an alert so that you got a reminder Do you earlier. Use your in the calendar day? on your phone. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'll be honest. I mean, I no. I, this is good to know though because I've been kind of like anti yeah. calendar alert. I mean, anti calendar invites. Yeah, I probably that may have helped. Mm-hmm. I think that you you contacted me through Twitter or no Instagram, Instagram messages. But, yeah. And sometimes my messages get all like I right. Don't know. I, I my main form of communication with my family and friends is all Instagram. <laughs> We just send each other memes, so it gets kind of backed up. Right. But um, yeah, I think that that may have helped. But I'm also just, you know, I'm I'm medicated for ADHD. But as I get older, it's getting harder. It's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like it doesn't matter. It's like I'm gonna have to make a decision pretty soon to have a a routine that I have to commit to. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to do it. I've always just kind of been like blah, like you know. But then when you're actually kind of busy, which I am now, which is not normal for me, Mm -hmm. you got to you got to get it together, you know? Well, you did get it together because here you are. (laughs) I was at the gym and then you texted me and I was like, oh, my God. So I just Uh, I got up. I haven't showered. I've but, you know, I had deodorant in my fanny pack. I mean, how perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So did you at least get a workout in? Yeah, I did. So how was Nashville? Amazing. Amazing. I love going home. I went home for like eight days. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And I'm going to go back for Christmas. Mm. Um, I just, every chance I, I get to go home, I'm just doing it. I don't really travel anyway, but hopefully my parents don't listen to this. They're in their seventies now. And I, I don't know. They, they're all, they're with it. All the faculties are together. Oh, that's great. And, that's and our key so, demographic, by the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> cool. They might listen. Um, so it's like, I want to, I just want to spend every time I, I can with oh. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. And, uh, you know, hang out with my bitch sister <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> no, we had a good, we had a really good time together this break. The time before that, we definitely, I don't know why we fought, but just, but now. What do you guys she, fight over? Uh, I think that there's some resentment about how. Like she stayed in Nashville since uh, like she's always stayed and she's she older, a, younger, younger, five years younger. And she's a, a caseworker. She works with like underprivileged kids mm. with um, mental disabilities and uh, needs and stuff. Virtue like that. signal. I know. She's like amazing. <laughs> Actually, she really is amazing. And um, but I think there's just this. Oh, you've gotten to live this fantasy mm-hmm. life. Uh-huh. And I'm here actually working and I'm with mom and dad all the time. And, you know. I think there's a little bit of that. At least that's what I think it is. But we see she's in like such a good place now. She got a cool new job and she's working 
as a karaoke DJ at her favorite bar that's just down the street from her house. Oh, she just bought a house. So Wait, she's in showbiz. Is, my sister just bought a house, too, oh, which is yeah. so Congratulations. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. Wait, karaoke DJ, DJ <laughs> at her favorite bar. I have what the, is a karaoke DJ? Uh, here, I bought the fanny pack. Oh, my God. The one that oh has the deodorant in it. Yeah. <laughs> what does that say? Rosie's? It's Rosie's Twin Kegs. In Aww. Nashville, and they have karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. It and is such how a how cool famous bar. are they? I don't know if they're that famous because here's the thing: Nashville is look, look what? What am I doing? Look on the thing. Look on the patch. Look on the patch. On the fanny pack. Fanny pack. Oh, it says famous. What? This it says thing. international famous. Oh, internationally famous. famous. Yeah. I think that that's some false advertising. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, I took my meds today. <laughs> But um, I don't know how famous it is, but Nashville is, you know, increasingly becoming just the craziest tourist trap. Yes. Ever. More than and, more than before. Oh, my God. No. When I was a kid, it was like it's a pretty much an adult playground. You know, it's not like I was sometimes had to go with my dad to gig. My dad's a musician and I'd have to like be sitting in this like bar or sitting in somebody's house where they're practicing and it was just like, God, Nashville's so boring. And but now it's like, and of course I'm an adult now, so that's why it's fun. But it is crazy. It is so overpopulated. They're building stadium after stadium. We're all like, can you put that towards, I don't know, the people? Like sports <laughs> yeah. stadiums? Yeah, we have a soccer stadium. Yeah. I, we don't have a baseball team though, which is weird. I feel like Nashville should have a baseball team totally. before we have a soccer team. Do the stadiums have like? Are they named after banks and various Probably. I don't actually, I haven't looked too much into it. But all I know is that everybody's pissed about the next mm. stadium they're making. Mm. Um, but yeah, so there's there's a lot of places that were cool local haunts that are now so packed and that I couldn't even get yeah. in. There's a place called uh, Santa's mm. and it's basically in a double wide <laughs> <laughs> off, a, off a random road and it's a karaoke mm -hmm. bar and it just recently stopped being able to let people have cigarettes like they just oh, the finally on. put the nail in the coffin right. on the cigarettes in the bars what which, would santa say i know but um yeah so that place is packed all the time so i like this place rosie's twin kegs because it's kind of like a i don't know a diamond in the rough it's pretty cool. But she's, yeah, so she's a karaoke DJ. She's the one who runs the machine. Like, calls people up to their... Yeah, she okay. takes the requests and so cool. calls people up. She'll go up and sing sometimes mm -hmm. if there's like a lull or something. And uh, it was a blast. That bar is so cool. They have hand-dipped corn dogs. Mm. Wow. And Just like hot dog on a stick. It's so good. I love corn dogs so much. So, yeah, we had a great time this time. Not much going out or anything. We just kind of hung at home and we watched Muppet Christmas Carol. I love Muppet Christmas Carol. It is the best. And I love the soundtrack to it. That, that oh, is the Christmas music that I put on. The music is so good. It's so good. It it's has all vegetables hate him. <laughs> it's no business being that yeah. good too. And Michael Caine is just He acts killer. his balls off I in that movie. I was sobbing, sobbing <laughs> when he was just like, show me no more and all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. But surely I can change something. I don't know. He's just, oh, he was so good in it. Yeah. And, yeah. And all, you always cry about the Tiny Tim part. Mm. Especially when it's a baby frog. I know. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, Human baby, who cares? <laughs> we just had a guest, um, Dalton Castle, who 
lives in Nashville uh-huh. and he's he's moving or I guess he's going to become like he's going to be in two locations. Um, like they're not giving up. They're, they're going to spend time in both places. But he wants to leave Nashville because it has become so crowded. Yeah. And it's just like not quite the same place that it was when I was growing up. It's like very commercialized. Justin Timberlake has a fucking bar and it's. <sighs> yeah. I just read an article about how a lot of people uh, are moving out of Texas okay. to Tennessee. Hmm. Why? Because they don't enjoy the tax cuts in Texas. Like uh, what was the reason it had to do with um, the, ta- the the property taxes Oh. In in Texas and the and the property values being really high, I thought their taxes like was the whole reason why people moved income there. tax. They have no income tax, but oh, their property okay. taxes are higher. I mean, okay, they, and then Nashville has no what? I don't know. I but, mean, Tennessee has. And, no and then there's something. something about they were frustrated with the politics in Texas. Uh, a lot of like too much discrimination. But I, f- I, w- uh. I feel like. <laughs> But I feel like, why would you go to Tennessee? Have fun in Tennessee, guys. It's not, I don't know why anyone would But think that's what they better. were saying. Like, the migration was going initially from California to Texas. Okay. Like 120,000 people. Like Austin. Everybody's moving to Austin. Yeah, so I think so. I weird anymore. San Francisco to Austin was a, was a route. Yeah. But a lot of people, actually a lot of people were leaving California because they were conservative and they didn't like the politics in California. Right. So they moved to Texas, but then a lot of people are moving out of Texas to go to Tennessee for some reason. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I wish they wouldn't. I and it's not it's pretty discriminatory. I mean, we we're talking about the the drag queen ban and yeah. basically it's a trans ban. Yeah. It's like it's it sucks. It sucks. And there was this thing I watched today um the gun laws in, in Tennessee are nightmarish, post-apocalyptic level. In Memphis, there is a guy just walking around a school with the AK-47, oh, just like geez. circling it. Jeez. And so they put the school on lockdown, but then they took the school off of lockdown because the guy hadn't fired the gun. So yeah, he hadn't done don't anything wrong. wrong. <laughs> he hadn't done anything uh, wrong. But he had every right to just walk around with an AK-47. Did they find out why he was doing that? That's not like... what I heard. I don't think that they, they can't ask him. Like, he can just walk around, but until he fires the gun, he's done nothing wrong. Well, so, you can, so you can just walk around with an AK-47 in Memphis is where this was. Mm. In Memphis. Yep. yep. Can you do that in like every state? No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, the thing that's interesting to me really is know. I've told you I have a taser. Oh, yes. Because I'm, I'm a pedestrian. I mm-hmm. use public transit and Ubers and stuff. But um, and in New York, I was mugged. But you're not allowed to have anything mm-hmm. in New York City. You're you not allowed have to have anything. Pepper spray, taser, guns, nothing. You can't. Really? Uh-uh. You're not supposed to. And I don't know if there's a way to register your taser. I have friends that have it anyway because you can just order one from Amazon. It's mm-hmm. not like they can stop you. But if you get you know stopped and frisked and they find it, they can give what you the a thinking ticket. Is there? I don't know. Like I feel like you should be able to have like tasers or well, personal defense no no, no. Mm. weapons and and nyc are treated a little differently than california we have more gun shops like you know what i think than, down you know, the street from us yeah what about a whip uh i don't know i i don't know about whip all i do know is out here i have a taser but a friend of mine gave me some brass knuckles that yeah. are pretty cool those are illegal. Those are illegal. You can't and- have those. And I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Um, 
So yeah, I that's I don't know why. I think because it could do real you permanent can break, damage. Yeah, you can break someone's. Yeah, face. yeah, you could like so with a taser, it's temporary, and pepper spray, it's temporary. Have you ever been tempted to, to use close to using your taser? No, all I do is buzz it as a warning. Have you done that before? Yes, I've done it a handful of times. Please tell me about one of those. Um, and or, they've all been warranted. Mm-hmm. They've all been like all. If there's somebody, because when I got mugged, I was chased from behind. Mm. I'm very paranoid about people being behind me. So I'll often look. And if I see somebody that's like, maybe they're just behind me and whatever, Mm. I'll cross the street. And if they cross, then I start to get suspicious. And then I'll cross back again. And if they Mm. follow me again, that's when I turn around and go, what's going on? What's going on, man? (laughs) And then it'll, and if they're kind of like, I'll be like, I have a taser, Mm. by the way. Just, that, I just let them know. I'm just yeah. like, just letting you know, I have a taser. That's how I deal with ghosts. With ghosts? <laughs> hey, no. oh my God, yes. If you're in here. <laughs> okay, what's up? What's up? <laughs> I know I know where you are. Yeah, just, you're so just, bad. Just tell me what the hell's going on, <laughs> yeah. all right? Don't try what's to sneak up on me. What's your unfinished business? Let yeah. me help you with it. Yeah, I'll help Is you find the light. <laughs> I'm I good at this. I can't believe I have an opportunity, but I'm going to crowbar this story in because I've been dying to tell the story, and here's Please. my opportunity. I accidentally tased myself this weekend. <laughs> Yay! No, never mind. I really what? did. Oh my god, what happened? <laughs> Hang on. Thank you. Nice. Don't apologize for shoehorning this story, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> I've, been t- I've been trying to tell people this. So I have a taser, and I went, I am also a pedestrian, so I will carry one. And I was going to leave the house, and I thought, oh, you know what? I haven't checked the battery on this thing in a while. I, I should do it. So I turned the light on. It has a light on it. Yep. The light worked. And then I thought, okay, well, let me try the, the taser function. Oh, and I hit it, and it just went, just a little thing. And then the battery went dead. And I thought, oh, you know what? This is good that I checked this, because I would have walked out the door, yeah. and this thing's a dud. And so I went to plug it in, and my hand was near the taser point mm. things. And I guess it still was waiting to finish off its tase oh, when God. I plugged it in, and it was in my hand, and I tased myself. What was it like? It hurt. Yeah. But it was funny. I started laughing. I almost fell down laughing. What know? did it feel like? Yeah. It felt like being electrocuted. Did Which it... is not a feeling that I... You've never been electrocuted? What do well, you mean? Like a when tiny you, bit. Like when you're going down a, a plastic slide and you get shocked by something? It it was like when somebody, if they do that thing where they shuffle their feet on a carpet and then yeah, 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 yeah. Static, static electricity, it was like that, but it hurt a lot. Did okay. you fall down? Did it incapacitate you? No, because it was just a quick little zap. Oh. But I, I actually almost fell down laughing. I was just, la- I was just so cracked up by how stupid I was <laughs> that I, I couldn't contain. Did you ever myself. do that thing, which the, is somewhat co- incapacitating? That you'll find an amusement <laughs> so, park. That's the, move, that's the move I should do if I'm attacked: is tase myself. Oh. Yes. The attacker will fall down laughing at how stupid I am. <laughs> yeah, just shit your pants. Yeah, yeah, and then I run. That's away. a good move. You ever do that thing where you hold the the things and see how much electricity? Oh, you yeah. oh I, can't I remember take those. very much of those. At I all. wonder, was it like? As strong as that? Yeah. Because yeah. you're just like, oh. Or that ab thing. Remember that thing you strap to your abs oh, yeah. and it gives and you little like, shocks and it's supposed you ever to do like, that? No, but oh. I've wondered if people have done it. The ab do- is it like the abducer or something? Abducer. <laughs> we used to do a thing there were, when I was a kid, there were these hobby kits that you could get from Radio Shack where you could wire up different little things. You could make like a crystal radio and you could make this or that. And there was one thing where essentially you can make a taser. You know, you're taking a low volt like nine volts and then you run it through this capacitor and that capacitor and it gives you a really hot burst of electricity and so we would get two wires and then it was a game 
it was the 70s, so this was considered fun. And as kids, you would hold on to the wires and then we would zap it and then slowly turn up the voltage to see how much you could stand. And and whoever held on the longest was the winner of sorts. Tight. Tight. I'm trying to think of, oh, oh, if you want to talk about kids doing like pain contests or whatever, did you ever do the choking game? <laughs> No, I never did. No. <laughs> you did? Oh, did yeah. You? Um, At uh, church. <laughs> All the worst stuff I did was at church. Um, In my youth group, we had this thing called Room in the Inn, where they mm. um, the church opens up for homeless people, where we have the gym open and we play basketball and stuff and chess and whatever, and then we serve food. And then they bring out like uh, cots kind of mm -hmm. for everybody and they get to use the showers and blah, blah. And the youth group just like hangs out. And then we sleep over. We have chaperones, but they all sleep in the gym where all well, the these are like homeless folks. Yeah. the So my parents, all the chaperones sleep in the gym where all the homeless folks are. And then the youth group goes to the basement and hangs out because we help with the breakfast and like the cleanup and everything the next day. Um and so, but we all get into trouble, mostly make out is mm -hmm. what we did. I mean, anytime we went on a church mission trip, it was like finger blast make out. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Honestly, I regret nothing. And I think God would be like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, God loves that shit. Get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Honestly, I think Hey, so. you know what? God eats ass. Yeah. Okay. We I bet all know he's this. like, good for you, Fleming. You get yeah. it. You get it. Um, only YOLO. Um, but so- the choking game. I think YOLO is the opposite of what Christianity stands for. Yeah, Jesus didn't only live once, so right. yeah. Um, but yeah, so people were playing the choking game, which the older kids were doing it, and it was only the boys who were doing it. And basically, you you lean against the wall, but you bend over and like hold, put your hands to your knees. Oh, no, I'm like teaching people how to do it. It's so different than what I thought. I thought it's just you try to choke someone out. No, it's there's a process. <laughs> and you like hyperventilate kind of thing. You go <sighs> like you breathe really fast and then someone will go, okay. And then they, you get up and they press your neck to the wall. Oh, my wall. God. That, I, don't, and everyone listening, you don't pass do this. <laughs> no, people die from this. Yeah. This is really bad. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Um, but I was, I felt really cool because I was like the only girl who would do it. Mm hmm and you get kind of addicted to it. It was kind of fun because like you a, wake you get up. You got a rush? Yeah. Well, you wake up after passing out. And oh, you like, do. Oh, so you pass out. You pass out and then you wake up and it's like, whoa, I like went somewhere else. Like I lost consciousness. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like different than falling asleep. It was like a different dimension. It kind of felt like. But um, it's like kind of, I don't know, like getting high without mm -hmm. getting high. It's really weird. But uh, the next day, my my dad's taking me home and I go, dad, you'd like be so proud of me. I, <laughs> I had no idea this was a bad thing for kids to do. I thought I was like How old so cool. I think I was like 13. I should have known better. But so I pretty much told my dad I did the choking game and he was like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he like marched me back into the church, grabbed the youth group pastor and then rounded up all the youth group and everyone was looking at me like what the fuck Fleming and yeah. I'm just like and so I basically ratted out all of my friends everyone got <laughs> oh, in trouble because you were trying to impress your dad I was so stupid yep. yeah ratted everyone out 
They're like, I mean, man, we're never going to choke her again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have some questions. Though. Okay, so you lean over and you hyperventilate. Mm-hmm. And then does the passing out come from standing up fast or are they actually it's squeezing your neck? combo of both. Are it's they squeezing your neck, though? Yeah, they press your neck against the wall. So it like cuts push. off your, your blood supply to your head yeah. for a minute. Or for, yeah, for the world. Again, is it, like pushing on the arteries of the neck like that is bad. It's, it's really not, bad. It's People died. My mom made me watch the Oprah special about it afterwards. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, Oprah did a whole thing about the choking game. <laughs> What's weird is I thought the choking game was relatively recent, sort of like the ice bucket challenge, but I guess not. It's always been here. So <laughs> what does right. the- it, Just like in The Shining. What does yeah. the Bible say about snitches? Uh Oh. Kids- I don't know lashings. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like what the, kind of they get stitches. Is, there is, I think, I think is, that uh, yeah, stitches. We get stitches. Yeah. Is that a psalm? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Clearly, I wasn't like <laughs> devout. <laughs> it is interesting. The Bible does not have a position on snitching, on narking. No, on narking. Yet no. our society feels very strongly about it. Well, I think that there's something like you know the don't let your right hand know what the left is doing so if you're snitching on people it's almost like you're seeking mm. some kind of validation from ratting someone out sometimes Wait, does it say but i didn't do that <laughs> does the bible advise not letting not knowing what your other hand is doing well it's that's like a bad thing what when... it is is like if you're doing something altruistic like mm. if you're if you're charitable right. or helping Room people, at the end. don't brag about it well, right. oh no, I'm I'm not doing that. <laughs> I did something really altruistic, and then I ratted on all my friends and played yeah. the choking game. So, so did they hold like it that. against but I mean, you? In your wait, just real fast though. In mm. your defense, yeah, you weren't trying to get them in trouble. Mm-mm. You didn't realize what you were doing. No, she knew not what she had done. Correct. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Daniel? Did they hold it against you? Uh, I mean, were you now like? Oh yeah, I people were mad at me for quite a while. Yeah, you were yeah. shunned. Yeah. Ostracized from the community. Yeah. Luckily, they forgot about it after a while, but yeah, I was. And then the finger blasting resumed. Oh, yeah. The, the guy who was finger blasting me didn't care. Um, so Matthew 18, yes. 15 to 17 says, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. Translation. Oh, confront your friend instead of going and tattling on yeah. your friend. That's a fucking good advice. Deuteronomy. Yeah. 1915, one witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity or for any sin in any sin that he sinneth at the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. I don't care. Oh, I'm, I'm not following Just that. Wait, I have normal. a question. Yes. Did you look up things from the Bible about snitching? Because I, could you find something that, could you find things in the Bible that say the opposite too? Well, I literally typed in Bible tattling and there were multiple mm. articles about bible human resources <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me talk talk to thine that's HR good advice advisor. though deal with talk to the person that yeah. you have a problem with there are there are multiple articles what does the bible say about tattling what does the bible say about tattletales <laughs> and what does the bible say about backbiting backbiting you mean backstabbing kind of yeah, I think that's kind of the same. Oh, thing. it's not a kink thing. I know that was confusing. Yeah, I will say I have not read the Bible cover to cover, or even you know chunks at a time, really. Mm-hmm. So recently, maybe with a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to read the Bible, mm-hmm. and I downloaded an array of apps. 
did you start? Yes. And it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it I is. thought, you know what? I look forward to getting back to this. And I put it down for How a year. How far did you get? Mm, I, I don't way. know. Past Genesis? The so you're in the, the Old Testament <laughs> yeah. only. So you had made it to the new. Mm-mm. Yeah. The news a little repetitive. It's four guys saying the same shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I had to I read it when I I grew up Methodist. So my church, like we had Sunday school, so mm-hmm. you'd read part of this or that. It was kind of out of order. Mm-hmm. It was always based on a lesson that you were learning that day. You were never reading it in Well, it's not like order. a story. It's not like Lord of the Rings where you Well, now Catholic school, yeah. that is how we did it. Oh, you went to both. I went to Catholic school, but I went to Methodist church growing up. Got it. But my mom worked at a Catholic school, Mm -hmm. and I got in trouble a lot in public school. So I had to go. My mom was like, come on, we get free tuition, and maybe I can keep an eye on you here. Also, it was a good education. Mm -hmm. Private schools are significantly easier than public school. Oh, that's interesting. They do that by design. Yeah. Because they're trying to get rid of public education. Like I think all, like, I don't know. The, the charter school situation mm. and whatever, it's like, you know, public schools, you have to teach kids certain mm-hmm. things that right. I think a lot of conservatives don't want right. yes. people being taught. So mm-hmm. then it's like, well, if we just underpay teachers and, you know, right. don't put taxes towards helping out public schools, then we can eliminate them eventually yeah. and just teach the kids whatever we want to teach them. Mm-hmm. But public school is harder <laughs> than private school by design so mm-hmm. that they can try to eliminate public schools. That's what I think it is. Right. Um Maybe I'm getting into conspiracy theory territory, but I think no. That's I've true. heard you've kind of made the same. Well, there's a, not about the easier hardness, but just that like there's a movement to do away with public schools. A, Daniel said, "Yeah, that. I think it's I think it's one of the projects of the right to get rid of uh, public schools. I don't think that's a secret. No, I um, mean the book banning, all that stuff. It's there's all a lot connected. of things that they do to try to undermine public education mm-hmm. in order to get rid of it, and uh, they're doing a pretty good job. They are." <laughs> It uh, sucks. Yeah. But I did, I struggled in public school because I had a learning disability and it's the public schools are so overwhelmed because there's mm-hmm. so many kids and the teachers don't, aren't paid enough and they don't have enough time to like help kids who are struggling. But private school, it was, my classrooms were smaller and I just, and everyone loved my mom. All the teachers loved my mom. My what, mom's what did your mom teach? She didn't teach. She worked in the alumni offices, oh, okay. like the, so she was in like, fundraise she like organized a gala or whatever mm-hmm. to get money for the school and uh yeah i should know more about what she did <laughs> i don't remember but, but she, she wasn't was a teacher yeah she was hot she's like uh my algebra teacher who was really nice he had like wrote his own algebra book and de- had a dedication thing to my mom <laughs> wow. i was like did my mom bang the algebra no wow. she, she did not but people love my mom she's very funny and charming and mm-hmm. beautiful. But um, yeah, and so people would just tell my mom if I was doing something wrong. I couldn't get away with anything in high school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but reading the Bible in Catholic school, you had to take theology <laughs> at least one semester a year. And we would read it book by book. So wow. and also there was like sophomore year, it was the history of Catholicism, which was really interesting. And it was interesting reading it and, and stuff. So it was book by book. Mm. And then senior year, it was just all New Testament stuff. I had a, I had an idea for a while that I was hot on to do a podcast where I read the Bible from the beginning. And then we just read a different book each week. And I was going to do it. But then I thought, uh, 
the my approach to it would be as someone who isn't religious, not to mock it, but I would have my own reactions which might right. come off as mocking and because some of it's pretty crazy, but not that's not the intent, but I just thought, you know, what? <laughs> no, I just didn't want people to feel like I was making fun of their faith or anything. It just well, felt like I could get into some dicey territory. So I, I feel like uh there's there's a way to do it. I mean, I started, well, I, I was reading Genesis and it is wild. And oh, yeah. I, you know, like, I understand that a lot of Christians, they don't believe it's literal, but a lot do believe it's literal. Well, that's what Sunday school is, though, is like you read it and then you talk about the interpretation of it. Yeah. You go, so here's it, what I think it means. And then you have a leader who kind of goes, well, you know, it, it really means this. Yes. And I feel like that's necessary. Yeah. Because if you think it's literal and but by the way that's not every faith like a lot of people you're required to think it's literal um it means you have to believe that the ocean is above our heads (laughs) you know because that's what genesis says it says that he split the ocean and that the water is above us and below us and that well that's true i mean it rains yeah i mean so there's a lot of stuff where it's like um, from a modern perspective, it's just not, we know that's not true. Yeah. Uh, so to take a fundamentalist, like literal position seems impossible. Well, it's also because I think that in the New Testament, everything is, it's well known that it's parables. Like yeah. he's mm-hmm. speaking in parables. So it's like, oh, you're being told to interpret it like that. But in the Old Testament, nobody's telling you to do that, even though it's clearly what it is. Like, not the storytelling yeah. of all the characters and stuff, but that that thing about the ocean above and well, below. Well, it makes perfect sense. It makes sense. It's the fucking rain. Yeah, it's no, the it, clouds. It, so that makes sense to me. But then people going, "It's a flat Earth." The do you, you know th- something? Now, do you yes. think it was because of rain and clouds, or do you think it was because it looks blue up there? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's both. Possibly, I yeah. think you're right. Well, yeah, it's both. Like I, th- I feel like to a pre, I don't know, to an old, old. When was the Old Testament written? Is like. 5000 BC or something. I don't know. And you go I like I should know that. I don't. You know, to someone living back then, you know, yeah, blue, yeah. rain, sure. Makes sense. Water. Makes sense. Listen, guys. This holiday season, I want to give a gift to my loved ones that makes them feel unique and special, just like the relationship we share. That's why I'm giving everyone I care about story worth. Whenever I talk about story worth on this show, people let me know that they got, they went out and they got story worth for their loved one and it was a hit. This is a gift that is a hit, you guys. And I'm going to tell you about it and it might get sad for a moment. Here I go. Um, so StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is a thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. Each week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of possible options. Um, and, you know, things like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Um, with my, I gave it to my dad. And I thought that I had heard every story of his ever because my dad uh, liked to recount stories and things like that. Um, Oftentimes the same ones over and over. So I didn't know necessarily that I would find out new stuff about him. But I learned about his first his experience learning to drive various odd jobs he had and stuff. Um, 
And so after one year, StoryWorth compiles all loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. And uh, I'm realizing this is the first time I've talked about StoryWorth since my dad died over the summer. And I am, I can't wait to go revisit those stories. Um, I kind of like hadn't connected the dots on this one. I'm so glad that I I wish I had done this with my grandfather because I didn't realize till after he passed that like all of his stories are gone. Like if you don't get them, they're gone. Hmm. So get them. Or, Or give it to yourself and then you can do it. Yeah, you could. You know. I mean, I don't mean you do your grandfather's stories. I just mean like we want to collect yeah. Dan. I mean, you have this podcast though, so it's kind of yeah. like <laughs> yeah, this is story. Worth. Your kids could just listen to this. God, yeah, but I don't want them to. Uh, with story worth, I am giving those I love most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart, and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com/slash/bestfriend and save ten dollars on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com. So S T O R Y W O R T H dot com slash best friend to save ten dollars on your first purchase okay let's say hello i want to know why you don't want your kids to listen to the podcast oh i mean i they well i don't want them to learn about the choking game oh yeah that's i don't want them to hear various things we talk about i think there's things (laughs) that we've said about them they are not going to sit there at any point in their lives and just listen from the beginning and listen to every they episode. Could. Maybe. I, I found my mom's diary about and <laughs> You did? My butt is getting so raw. Go? And I don't feel like <laughs> things are being taken care of. <laughs> I'm no longer going to be Lean Cuisine's bitch. That they you know can what? Know fuck that. it. I should be able to say whatever I want. And if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. I'm going to teach you about riboflavin. You look like you've been chowing box, man. He'll just ram some apples up my butt, and I don't want them. I feel they're um, immoral fucknuts. And I was surprised at how capable I was of doing that, actually. Podcast boner! Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in that. They'll be fine. Just play them that. All right, you read your mom's mom's diary. diary. Well, my sister and I, she's got a few, but we found a couple of them, and one of them is around the year that my sister she found out she's pregnant with my sister mm-hmm. but um it was like i was in preschool and there's a lock of my hair in there too Aww. and it's like i was a cotton top so i had like white blonde mm-hmm. hair um and there was a page where she went why did god curse me with this child <laughs> no one wants to play with her oh why god. won't anyone oh my play god. with her Oh my gosh. If my sister just died laughing immediately, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Wait, why did no one want to play with you? Listen, I think that, and I've talked about ADHD a lot, and I don't want, because I know people on the internet are just like, ugh, everyone has it or whatever, but my experience was I annoyed everybody a lot, because I just couldn't shut up. And I cried a lot over nothing. Mm. I'd have a lot of emotional outbursts mm-hmm. and then talk too much. And I think that, I don't know. I just remember feeling like when people, when I was a kid, when people would be looking at me like, yeah. <laughs> like she's a lot. Face of, oh my God, she's a lot. Yeah, I was a lot. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I was just kind of a lot. So mm-hmm. I was kind of a loner. No, But I like playing alone. I I like to just How draw f- and write stuff. I didn't care. Well, I cared. It kind of sucked, but right. like 
How, Eventually I grew out of it. How did you feel seeing that in your mom's diary? Um, validated. Because that's how I felt. Because you know when like celebrities are just like, I was a weird kid. <laughs> it's like, you know. <laughs> right. Like, okay, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And it's like, sure, nightly, be like I had to. I, no one wanted to play me. I was so thin and strange and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. That like, ugh, I was so dorky. It's like, no, bitch, you were not. Right. You were prom queen. You were hot. You were in an Meryl Abercrombie Street. and Fitch campaign when you were like 13. <laughs> was she really? Yeah. But she talks about that. And she says she was cut out because she took football too seriously. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just fucking, I, I believe her, but like. It's- That's like the Hadid sisters be like, we were so dorky. It's like you were also a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't. I felt validated because it was like, yes, this is how I remember feeling mm-hmm. as a kid. And I feel like nobody will say it to me, but. I remember it. There's videotape of me as a kid and you're like fucking shied up. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's crazy. And it's a lot of videotape of my dad being like your sister's doing something. Get out of the way. <laughs> but look, now you well, I know. you've taken all of your all of those uh Needing parts of your neediness and attention seeking. That's, right. That's what the internet <laughs> or whatever you uh, want to call it and yeah. turned it into That's what a YouTube career. was created for yeah. people right. like you. Yeah, so I'm I'm grateful for all that and it's just I don't know. So it's like if if all that hadn't happened then who knows what I would have done. But yeah, it was funny. I thought it was funny and I feel bad for my mom. But did you find out anything secrets about your mom? Well, we knew that Bryn was a surprise. Oh, okay, so that was We knew that already. Mm-hmm. But it was just her being like I don't, I, I don't have my period, but that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of going through the thought process mm-hmm. of figuring it out. Um, but yeah, it's. So your mother was an adult keeping a journal. A oh, yeah. I have a journal too. I have a diary that dates back to 2004. So you have like volumes? No, I have this huge journal that I bought that's like the size of a Bible. Yeah. And I don't write in it very much. Okay. <laughs> I need to write about like in it more and i need to write about things that are not complaining <laughs> and men yeah. yeah but what's the point of that i don't know just what something where I, well it's just like complaining and i'm i'm having so much fun like i did this thing at my job i'm proud of or like uh yeah. you know that stuff i should do a little more positive mm-hmm. stuff about like right. fun things instead of just like I want to die. He won't text me back. You know, shit like that. I mean, I guess Boring. the question is like, is the diary for when your kids find it one day or is it, or someone finds it, or is it for you to just process your feelings and things I like think that? I think currently it's for me to go back and look at mm-hmm. who I was then and also how much of a better writer I've become. Because, mm-hmm. oh my God, reading the shit that I wrote when I was 18. Oh yeah. Painful. Yeah. Painful. <laughs> like, I feel like diaries and journals should be like a money laundering operation where you have two sets of books. You the one <laughs> yes. that's kind of journaling and getting it out of your system. And then the other one's the like propaganda for someone to yes. accidentally find what you did. <laughs> right. And they'd be like, like oh, this guy's account. so deep and thinks, <laughs> oh, man, he's so positive. That's, this is really amazing. That's yeah. like Laura Palmer in Twin Peaks. Uh, she had the she, two diaries. She did? I didn't she know had the, that. The, also, David yeah. Lynch's daughter wrote the diary yes. of Laura Palmer. I have it. You do? Can I, I borrow have, it? I would I want it to the, if I could know that I get it back. Okay, I have the lost so dossiers. Honest. If you want that, I, ha- 
Is that the the, the recent huge ones? Book that Mark Frost wrote. I I, I think I have that too. But okay. I I would loan it to you. But we have to figure out a way to get it back because it's an it's a I'll, original. If you want to get a notary in here, I will I will sign yeah, whatever absolutely. you need. Well, listen, we have it's I, on this podcast. She's committed. I well, here's Wait, the only so reason I say that is because I'm I've, I've always I'm not having a great track record here. <laughs> I came an hour late, but you came. Um, I came. Yes, but. I always forget to retrieve things when I loan them out because I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then I later will be like, what the hell happened to my whatever? Maybe I'll and, just buy it. <laughs> but it's brilliant. It is. It's so fun to read. It's so it's, weird. That I mean, it's it's a novelty item. But what's your? So you're into Twin Peaks. Oh, love oh it. my god! Are you into Twin Peaks? Uh, are you? I tried. I am not. Okay, can I tell you? I, I tried I to get her be. to watch Twin okay. Peaks. I'm obsessed with. Okay, then. Oh, then this I is my like favorite show of all room. time. <laughs> I, I I did a podcast where I. Me and my friend Chris basically recapped all of the return episodes. Word. Yeah. So, but. I tried to get her to watch it because it's like something I'm really into. Yeah, the return like, is like if you've never like been a fan of David Lynch or anything, you are not going to like the no, original. No, tried to get me to watch the original. Beginning. Oh, the, the original. OG? Yeah. And she's like two episodes in and she Googles. No, that's not true. She's Googling like I, who killed Laura Palmer. That's not and true. Fucking, it's like the fun is not fucking knowing. But you also don't know who he is in the first like couple yeah, episodes. Right. It's I, like who even is that person? I, I was actually just thinking about this the other night. I was thinking that I really enjoyed that and I should get back we to should that. Watch and it I have like a pretty it. strong memory of where I was, even though it was when we first started dating that I was watching it, yeah, wasn't I mean, it? I have the complete set. Yeah. I uh Do you have Firewalk with me? Yeah, yeah. That's my I, favorite twin. Firewalk with me when it came out, everyone dogged it. Uh, but so I, good. I liked it and it has only gotten better in my mind since then. But, um, the when I was pieces too, is really good. Oh, uh, the, was that a documentary? It's all of the clips from fire walk with yes. me that were cut and all of those clips actually inform the, the return and everything so much more than anything else. When I was at, uh, artisan, they had the rights to twin peaks through the Republic catalog and, but they didn't have the pilot episode. For some reason, that was like a different rights thing. I convinced them, because there was no DVD release of Twin Peaks, I convinced them to put it out on DVD and then help them design it. And it was the one with the slipcover with Laura. So it's like her prom picture, and then the you pull it off, one? and it's like the it's like the the it's her in the plastic. And then... Uh, cool. Yeah, and then I got to wrote the I write the um, liner notes. Whatever happened to the actress who played Laura Palmer? She's still around. She's still around. But does she act? She's she in, was in the return. She's in the return. She was great in the return. What's too. her name? Uh, Sherry. Sherry. Sherry Lee. Cheryl Lee. Cheryl Lee. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. she's good. We should talk Twin Peaks. Uh, oh man, <laughs> you have been. Well, I know, to- but not really. <laughs> no, listen. If you want to well, get a crew another together one oh, day and talk Twin Peaks, I am happy to come back and do that because I absolutely love it. There's a four hour. YouTube video where I this guy it. breaks it down. I won't watch it. No, it's brilliant. Uh, I don't want. Why? I don't want someone else's interpretation of it. Like that. I, the video you're talking about. He's like, I'm going to tell you what it's all about, and it's like, you know what? But I don't agree with everything that I he know. Said, but I don't. But hear it was it. nice to watch someone put pieces together that I hadn't thought about because I can't remember everything, and I'm not taking notes. Like you know, I'm not saying that people shouldn't watch it, but for me, I have my own relationship with it and my own interpretation of things and yeah. i and i i'll talk to friends about it i'm Which curious that's about what david lynch wanted yeah he but wants i don't you to have your own interpretation i don't need some smart ass on fucking youtube telling me what his 
dumbass opinion. Well, his whole yeah. thing was just that David Lynch just thinks TV sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole message, is that TV is just... There is a huge... Uh, it, there's a huge aspect to Twin Peaks early where it's a parody of uh, soap operas. And well, it's like mm, very explicitly that. That's when the that second like season came and it was just Mark Frost. Right. And it felt like it was the bold and the beautiful and shit. Right. It was so I weird. I can't remember if I made it to the second season. Second season's a bit of a slog. It is. It's fun and it's campy, but it's not mm. like... You're not on the edge of your seat going, what else? To How this many world that you seasons are there? Two. Well, there's oh, there's two. two seasons, a movie, and then the, the return. more recent. Right. But I mean of the original. The, what like, happened I remember was, them in like a casino was, or something. Yeah, that was, was originally, the return. It was originally an eight episode sort of limited series uh, that aired in, uh, like in the spring on ABC. And it was when ABC was in the bottom of the ratings, and they were just like throwing shit against the wall, and they I were mean, willing to take wild that they gave him. Yeah, the it was show. insane that they did it, and it was like a phenomenon. And so yeah. then they were like, they ordered twenty two episodes, uh, but they also at the same time wanted them to solve the the mystery early. I wonder, and then they didn't know where to go for a while until. Well, they there should have been another mystery. Like there should have been yeah. another thing to the yeah. world because the the book, the the dossiers, the lost dossiers, or whatever that Mark Frost wrote, such a fun book. Um, there's all this stuff about the history of the town and yeah. other kind of lore stuff that it's like, oh, you could have you could have just had another thing. I that- think it took them the the pressure of having to do 22 episodes and then they didn't quite figure that out but yeah. halfway through the second season when Wyndham Earl starts to come back into it then it starts to get really good it again does. I remember being very taken in by the marketing of it like that's yeah. what I remember I was young mm-hmm. uh and I'm wondering when you say that it was like this runaway hit that's not exactly how you put it but was that did it get a big press push and that's why mm-hmm. or like people watched it and they were super into it i don't know it. yeah oh, yeah it did it did i mean they were it was all over tv guide and everything. yeah I remember this was that. like 1991 well, it was also kind of like i think that there is this kind of weird formula that riverdale and 902 like all these people caught up on where it's just like it's a slew of hot people mm-hmm. in yeah and i don't know it's just the ensemble cool yeah. clothes mm-hmm. small like cool town like they're like the the most popular whatever is in that town yeah. kind of thing. It always works. It, it was, seems like it always works. Yeah. Okay, so it was unlike anything that had been on TV before. It mm. was, especially, I forget which episode where it's the first like dream episode. Mm. and It's like, at first it was like, oh, who killed Laura Palmer? And then there's this quirky stuff. And at that time, it was blowing people's minds because it was just like so unlike anything it was and it also had this nancy drew element because you had Mm -hmm. so you had um agent cooper or um, who was a professional fbi you know looking for everything but then you had um what was her laura palmer's best friend laura flynn boyle's Mm -hmm. character I forget her character's name i don't know why but donna yeah donna's on her own like uh, detective mm-hmm. like right. run and it's fun to watch the two things kind of Converge. closing in on each other mm-hmm. and then the weird stuff happening with Laura's mom and dad just the deterioration of that 
And so that's like the the drama that makes you keep caring about Laura is like watching the family kind of implode. But Donna, for me, that storyline was so fun. I'm so sad that Laura Flynn Boyle didn't come back. Um, yeah. Even though she chose not to come back. But she so. didn't come back. I don't know if she was even asked. I know she's kind of a... Uh, well, she, would, she didn't do the movie. Mm. She so didn't they had do to the recast movie. her for the movie. Mm. Yeah, which is weird to me because it would have been like all her. Like it would have been a big deal. Should have been a huge role. In all the right, movie. I will return to it. Okay, I'll return, return to, it. to the return. You know what? Uh, what I have been watching for the very first time, which is going to be surprising because everyone else watched it a long time ago. What Harry Potter. Oh, nice. I haven't watched um, uh, The Hunger Games. I'm about to do that. I haven't watched Hunger Games either. Oh, my God. We should watch. We should watch it and then talk about it on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What made me... Oh, because there was Harry I... Potter night at Elliot's school. Oh. And so I, I, walking around, I was like, I don't know, actually know the story behind any of this. You haven't watched the movies at all? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You're, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So we're watching the first one. Allison, actually, it. you had an insight that helped me appreciate the Harry Potter movies so much more. I don't know if I'd call that an insight. It was more an observation. An observation. Maybe it's because we're watching it on TV, but... I said, this feels like a Disney Channel family movie. (laughs) (laughs) It looks so bad. It looks dated. It looks like... I mean... Hold no, on. it's very I want to defend this position, though. I am so upset. It looks like a TV movie. No, it doesn't. It, really, it does. No. Emily, Emily, watch it on your TV. Watch, I have. Watch them playing it looks really. It looks like one of those old Kurt Russell, like, no. Disney movies when he was a kid. No. Like, the, the kid who's too smart, you know, and he's Absolutely like... Absolutely not. Burr, burr. I, my family, all like, last Christmas, we watched all of them. No, but here's the thing. And, I'm totally... We kept that. saying about the first one, we were like, look how great it still looks. It, that was us. We thought it looked amazing. Do we not? Do we okay. not? Do we not have motion smoothing turned off or something? We do. We have okay. it. Can I okay. have one of these waters? I, oh, yes, yes, I yes. need. I'm having so a hard time right Maybe now. it's just the first movie, though. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. <laughs> I just take a whip of my armpit and I'll wick but, right up. <laughs> but Emily, thinking of it in those terms, it, what it did is it made me stop wanting it to be deeper or more and it helped me just appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, this is silly fun. Uh, it's not Lord of the Rings, you know. It doesn't have like deep meanings. It's Harry Potter. It's fun. I don't know if people agree with you. Well, I Jeff, think... have you seen them? I have not. Okay. Well, it's the deeper you go, the more dark. Mm, that's what movies. Daniel was saying. Well, see, yeah, it does get darker. I've seen the movies. Mm. Uh, By the end, it's practically I, a snuff. Film. I'm kind of <laughs> want. <I'm>... Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Daniel Radcliffe gets naked in the last movie. No, no, that's Radcliffe. Oh, yeah. I knew there was... I was Googling Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) You know he's only 5'5"? I believe that. I was Googling Daniel Radcliffe, and I had this feeling, like, on the periphery of my memory, there's something sort of scandalous involving Equus, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, that was like... That's not that same. Breaking away from his role or whatever. Have you seen Swiss Army Man? Yes. <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's so fun. Is it A24? That's an A24. I think I probably. Like. He, yeah, he plays a, a corpse and a guy on an island has to basically use him in you different ways You can't explain it. It's oh. just not something you can... It's Paul Dano and mm. it's so good. He's kind of... He's like un, undead or something, but he... It's like a Swiss Army knife kind of thing. You can use them for all this stuff. It's so Such funny. You gotta watch it. But I like, wouldn't show your kids. Like, but. oh, I, I want to kill that fly. I don't want to get my hand dirty. I'm going to use this guy's hand. Whap. No, it's like he'll he'll fart, and then his the farting corpse helps propel like a yeah. boat. 
you know, it can be a comedy? You, you can write him like it's a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird artsy mm-hmm. comedy. You know who I think is so cute? I don't mean cute like hot. I mean cute like what a cute little kid is um the one who plays Ron Weasley. Yeah. He's cute. Rupert Grint, I think it's his name. Rupert? Yeah, I think that you're right. Rupert Grint? I think that's something his like name. that. Yeah. Yeah. He was just- cute. I don't know. Why don't what? you marry him then? No, I think he's saying, so cute. I'm saying Jesus. he's cute like m- the mom in okay, me. Okay, like, all right, I get it. Jesus. Well, Jesus also, Christ. can we talk about mm-hmm. Professor Snape and how he can oh, Alan Rickman in my mouth if he wants? <laughs> he's incredible. Oh my God, Alan Rickman's so hot. <laughs> did, he passed away wow. this year. Though, he, he did, but he yeah. could still spit in my mouth. I mean, yeah. He wants to. He's so hot. Um, did he like women? I think so. I think he was married. Maybe. I don't know. Does he have a son? Look it up. Alan Rickman. Is he married? <laughs> What's your favorite Rickman of all the Rickmans? Oh, Snape. Okay. So more than like Love Actually. Well, there's also him from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I haven't seen that. And he is a bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Are bad men what you He's tend to He's the sheriff like? of... No, I think that there is the kind of like... You know, girls like vampires right. and all that stuff, yeah. but he's a man. There's right. a difference. Wait, speaking of men, I have a question because when you mm-hmm. were on my show and everyone should go listen to the <laughs> Monday, the one-on-one episode and go watch youtube.com slash Alice and watch the video. Yeah. You talked about how just dismal it is on the apps. Oh, I'm not doing the apps anymore. Okay. But... How's the day? Oh yeah. How's single life out there these days? Well, I'm, I got in trouble for that episode oh no by who <laughs> by the thruple yeah like but so they i've got i didn't know that they were gonna listen to it. i didn't use anybody's names yeah um and everything's fine now we've mm-hmm. talked about it but yeah i kind of got in trouble but then so every- wait the, that situation <laughs> was you were dating a guy who had a girlfriend right yeah he's in um he, they're kind of poly or open right. or whatever mm-hmm. and he and she listened or just he uh she listened. Oh, yeah, makes and sense. then I think he listened. That makes me think. And they're not as, I she's not as of, cool with their poly lifestyle. She is now. Mm. Um, because we've had we've all met and so I'm kind of still involved with it. Okay. Yeah. And I like it. I just get to have fun. Yeah. And then I go home to my apartment by myself. Mm. And I don't I don't have to do any of the emotional stuff before I was. Yeah. So before I was like <sighs> mad. Cause I want, I was like, I want someone to fall in love with me and all this stuff. And now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like, I'm kind of over the stress of it and we're good friends. He and I, and it's like, we kind of know what it is. Well, that sounds- there's rules to it and mm-hmm. everything. Oh, what are the rules? Are you like, well, you just have to be honest about mm-hmm. like your, you know, activities outside of it Mm -hmm. and so that everybody is safe and all that stuff Mm. and is she dating people also i don't know i mean i assume so so it's but she and i just like we met and we talked and stuff she's really cool but it's not like i'm in it with her right 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 i'm the side side bitch Mm -hmm. and i prefer it it's kind of how (laughs) so at the beginning, though, because my, 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 uh, what I was going to say is how do you prevent yourself from getting feelings, more feelings oh. than would be appropriate to the situation? I think that, um, just the fact that I know what everything is now yeah. and it's all like 
discuss and I can keep discussing it. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't talk about it ever again. It's like I can say, hey, I'm kind of feeling this way or whatever. But right. most of it is like we have a pretty deep like admiration and respect for each mm-hmm. other. And I think that, you know, I think the feelings are right deep. But yeah. They're not like we're not in love and mm-hmm. like all that stuff. It's right. It's just like. I don't know. I like it. I like what it is because it's like I don't expect more than what it is. And now what's sorry, I'm asking the most <laughs> like that's OK. These are the most normie questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's to stop him from going, you know, I prefer the company of Emily. Uh, he doesn't like he they are pretty rock solid in their stuff. Mm. I think that that's a, a commitment that is like you're not a threat. Uh uh-uh. uh. So, so the key is for the, I just need to make to sure. To establish. The key, the key is, is for the guy that. to find someone who's not a direct threat, right? Well, also just somebody who. How, how does, how does he find somebody? <laughs> well, I approached him is the thing. I saw him at a bar Ooh. and approached him, but it's, I, I think it's just an understanding mm-hmm. that I respect her mm. and I respect what they have and I'm not trying to take anybody mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Because even if even if he did prefer me, it would still have to be an open thing because that's his that's what he prefers. So then I would be in this thing and there would right. always be another. So girl, he so, so no matter what, he wants an open relationship yeah. like that's his. That's the way it is. So it's like even if she wasn't around, there'd still be somebody. Else. Right. So I'd rather just be whatever I am now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. are you also dating? Are you also wanting to date other people? I am. Yes. But it's like. And it is kind of weird because if you go on a date, you have to tell them about it kind of be like, this is my deal. Yeah. And so, um, you know, you have to be like, when were you tested and all that stuff. Right. Wow. So it's like very open. But then it's also cool because I'm not expecting anything from the person on the side except for just what it is in the moment. Whereas when I dated people in the past, I was always like, I want to be married. Mm-hmm. I want all this stuff. And now I'm like, I'm just seeing how it goes. Mm-hmm. Instead of putting all this pressure on myself. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck if they don't text me back. Because I got somebody I hang out with like once that or make, twice a week. Yeah, that makes sense. So it takes yeah. the urgency off of it. It does. Pressure, yeah. Which I wish, I think that it would be better if I could, uh, you know, handle my emotions like an adult and just not let it escalate to the point where I'm feeling bad all the time anyway. Mm. But instead, I've just got a series of Band-Aids on a dam <laughs> that I'm just continuing to put on the cracks. <laughs> but no, what it's... What could go wrong? I mean, <laughs> what could go wrong is he just... We don't want to hang out anymore. Yeah. Which is going to eventually happen. So it's just knowing that one day that will happen and just kind of going, yeah. Well, I know exactly what it is. So well, it sounds like everyone's eyes are very open. Yeah, I like it now that I kind of know about it and there's like boundaries in place mm-hmm. and all that instead of just the dating somebody and waiting for do they like me yeah. how do they feel about me i know exactly how this person yeah. feels about me yeah that is good yeah because that is the worst yeah but if i you know if i meet somebody else that i want to just be with them, i'll do it mm-hmm. but as of right now yeah. so well sounds fun it's 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 interesting but you're right the whole like the feelings thing is kind of weird because mm-hmm. i'm used to just it falls into yeah. one direction eventually. Right. But I'm trying not to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, wait, what did you get in trouble for? Well, 
on the episode. <laughs> I, I, I do regret saying this too. I feel like it was kind of, even though it's like, I didn't say anyone's name. Mm-hmm. So, but I, it's not a very kind thing to say, I guess when I was just like, I think I said that their relationship was a sham. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little bit. Said that. Yeah, it was mean. I think it was. Wow, I know. I think it was just me coming from that place of just being pissed, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to, I don't know, break some teeth or something with my words. And it wasn't great to say because it's a different form of a relationship that I'm not familiar with. So, but I'm becoming more familiar with it now. But yeah, I don't know. I, I used to before when I talked to you, I was like, fuck this bullshit, you mm-hmm. know, and now I'm like, eh. yeah, but I don't think if I was in the primary role, I would mm-hmm. be, I don't know if I could mm-hmm. do I that be hard. I think being in my position is much easier. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which I didn't think that before. Mm hmm. Because I was like, I'm, I'm a prostitute who's not making any money. As long as. Like, <laughs> like, that's what, that's how that. I felt. And now I'm like, hey, but so is he. Yeah. <laughs> For you, I would just say as long as it, if what you want is a relationship and a family, if that's something you wanted, mm-hmm. uh, that this thing doesn't keep you from like become too comfortable that you don't do what you need to do to get what you want out right. of life. That yeah. would be the only risk I would think for you. Yeah. But I mean, it, it also has made me think like, well, I don't know. Do I want, do I want all those things kind of, because it, this is working for me pretty mm-hmm. well, but I don't know. I have more time to do the stuff, other stuff I want to do mm-hmm. and more time for friendships. And I'm not constantly thinking about a dude and all that. And I think I've realized, I don't know if I want to live with, a guy mm-hmm. ever again um and if i did i'd want separate rims i just love having my own space at this point i also snore i don't think anyone's gonna well i want to be in the same room with me <laughs> daniel snores how bad do it not bad i don't snore that bad yes you do it's hard what does he sound like it's, hard, it's like- hardly <laughs> City, not that bad. That is my dad. My dad is way louder, though. It like shakes the house, and I can hear it when I'm in my room. Yeah, like, when I visit home, I'm like, yeah. wow. And my mom just doesn't care. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty good about sound too. I can just fall asleep. It doesn't mm. bother me. I'm a light sleeper, but I use earplugs, so that's smart. It's yeah. and then Wendy sleeps in our bed and she snores Aww. as well. So there's like that's it's so cute. It is cute. It's loud, but it's cute. I would like to say hello and welcome to our new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Sign up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. 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 Hello and welcome to Teresa Palumbo. Hello and welcome to Sarah Malloy. And hello and welcome to Elizabeth Coates. I hope you are enjoying all the Patreon stuff. Patreon.com. Allison Rosen. I think we should close out with new segment alert, Ooh. which I sent an email. I don't know if you got it, Daniel. I got it, but I didn't read it. Okay, I love <laughs> so the honesty. Yeah, I definitely need that Laura Palmer book. Mm, I won't lose it. I gotta find it. So maybe next time you come here, <laughs> okay, I'll have it cool, for you. Cool. Daniel will have moved by then. He, he <laughs> lives like, in Mexico now. Can um, have it. Wait, I didn't read the email either. So why don't you tell oh, us sweet. all what this new? Okay. Segment. <laughs> Question though. Daniel claims he received the email at midnight. 
Do you know if you got it more in the five o'clock zone that I sent it? Let me check. Let me check. Okay. Okay. What? What's the segment, hon? It's Podcast Pals Product Picks. Oh, 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 right. So it's not new to me. It's It's new new to Emily. It's new to Emily. Oh, no. I can't find it. It's fine. There it is. Uh, Excited to see you. Oh, thanks. I'm excited to see you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. It's This is... Okay, yeah, I don't know what it is, though. I can't read and talk at the same time. That's fine. Yes, it's I can, not, but it's I not important. Um, anyway, okay, so Podcast Pals product picks. This is like a product that you have been using lately or that you discovered that you want to turn people on to, that you enjoy. Hmm. Uh, and while you think about that, I will share mine. I'm trying to figure out what mine Podcast is. Podcast Pals peanut picks. Podcast Pals Peanut Picks. (laughs) Almost a jingle. Thank you, Robin Shore. Um, You know, I have been using Bioderma Micellar Water. Mm. Micellar Water is like a makeup remover thing. Uh, I was late to the Micellar Water trend. However, I am on it now. And I was using that to take off my face makeup and then a separate eye makeup remover. And I've recently started using this specifically Bioderma micellar water to remove my eye makeup. And it works better than my eye makeup remover. And before I was like, I'm not going to spend the money on this one. I'm going to use the Garnier one because it doesn't matter. They're all the same. They're not all the same. Mm. The specifically Bioderma one works way better. Uh, and, and it's in my Amazon shop, amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. There you go. That's my podcast pals. Way to go, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo, here's Daniel. Really Do you great. have anything? Oh, I'm supposed to have one? Yeah. I have my list. Go to... Oh, yeah. Tell them about your list. I made a, a whole damn list and it's Dopra's favorite things <laughs> uh, and it's some of my favorite things and yeah, you can of go... Yeah, 2023. But you it's had It's got to, my you favorite pillow. Out, yep. Which yep. is a very, very exciting reveal. I'm there's all sorts of buzz online about it, uh, but I also have other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like stuff for the kitchen, uh, stuff for your face, comics. Uh, I'll tell you what. Listen, I'll I'll give you I'll give you one right now that I haven't talked about. Okay. Uh, for anybody who is themselves Gen X or has a Gen X person they're looking to uh, shop for. My, one of my absolute favorite all-time comics. There is a beautiful two-volume hardback collection. Uh, it is called Hate, and probably no piece of media ha- captures the experience, uh, the Gen X experience of that early '90s through mid '90s better than this. Oh, I need to- uh, it is hilarious. It is legitimately very, very funny. The characters are great. Uh, it's light, um, and uh, highly recommend. So it's called Hate. You can get it through my link. That is Allison. Take it away. What is the link? Well, I don't. I can't direct them directly to your link. Well, you, you go to my. You it. can find it in my store or go to my link tree. Go to the link tree. Dopra's favorite things. Yeah. I think I just uh, called it Daniel's favorite things because I'm not on oh, board for with God's this sake. Dopra thing. <laughs> 
Emily, do you have one? I'm going to call my mom real quick because I can't remember the name of it. Oh, my God. I love that you're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> See, if she might not answer. Are you them. putting her on air? Yeah. Great. She'll be okay with it. Hey, Mom, you're on a podcast with me. Is that okay? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, we're, this is, say hi, Alice. Hello, Emily's <laughs> say, hey, everybody, mom. Daniel. Hello. And, hey, um, so I'm, they want me to mention a product or something that I'm a fan of, and you gave me that shapewear tank top. Yeah. What's the name of it? Shaper Mint. Okay. Yeah, Shaper Mint. My mom gave me a Shaper Mint tank top. It's really good. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Mom. Well, all right. Yeah, good talking. Thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. She's so cute. I know. What's so good about this tank top? Well, she, um, it goes like really low is the thing. And I was like, she gave it to me and I was like, it's going to roll up. Like, I know it's going to roll up. Yeah. And it doesn't. Like, she, I put it on and it goes like below your hips, kind of like. Um, not, it doesn't cover your whole ass, but it's like in the middle mm-hmm. and it doesn't roll up at all. Huh. So you can put jeans over it and that stuff and great. it doesn't buckle at the crotch so you could pee. Like you don't like right. those suck. Cause though. then you gotta like yeah. do that and then shimmy it off. But she, she gave me one. I don't think, I don't know how expensive they are, but dang, it Je- was really good. Jeff, what kind of shapewear do you use? <sighs> Duct tape and gaffers tape. <laughs> so it's sort of a DIY thing. Right. Use that with uh, some of those um, bandages you put around your knee when you hurt your knee. Mm-hmm. Oh, like an ace Ooh. bandage? Take a bunch of those, yeah, ace bandages. It so looks do, natural. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so really do the duct tape as, or no, the gaff tape as the baseline mm-hmm. and then duct tape on top of that for waterproofness. Mm-hmm. And then the ace bandage goes around to give it some suppleness and it has that fleshy color. That, <laughs> yeah. You do you know, look People so touch supple. that and they know. Oh, but, wow. Yeah. With they the know ace what? Bandage, that you're they, supple? No, no, no. If they touch it and you don't have that, they oh, know that you're yeah. faking it with the tape. So that's why right. you get the They're ace like, why does on. it feel so slick? But the right. ace bandage gives it that skin-like supility. Supility and nice. color, too. Yeah, yeah. I wish they just... I have compression socks, too. Oh, oh Comrade too. Um, compression socks are really good. Oh, Unless you have a brand that you guys work with. No, I oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Do, do we have a compression sock <laughs> slot filled? Listen, from- I... <laughs> I don't have am no. a huge fan. Sock sponsor. I well, I'm wearing knee socks today because I went to the gym and I like to wear knee socks sometimes because mm-hmm. I also have these aren't compression, but most of my knee socks are compression. They're comfy. Uh, Some of them they're are. comfy, but also like my ankles and stuff. It's like I don't. They don't feel like they're gonna stick together. Like you know, mm-hmm. I need it's something to be you need, like. Yeah, I need a neck skin, duct tape, another and a, yeah, yeah, another yeah, level yeah. of skin to really hold yeah. everything together. Um, but comrade, yeah, comrade. Uh, Compression socks, Conrad or like Comrade, Com- like yeah, with like, an M, yeah, Comrade. Those are good. They're not cheap, but they're really cute. I'm gonna check them out because I wore compression socks all throughout my pregnancy. That was like both pregnancies, actually. That was like my secret weapon. How hard was it to get them on? It got difficult. Well, they got kind of stretched out. Like I don't know how much compressing <laughs> they were doing by the end. Um, the, the the compression socks were wheezing. It was. Very- <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, it was. No, fibers were screaming. Difficult yeah. to do all the the maneuvering. But yeah. um, and then when I anytime I fly, I wear them as well. So yeah, I'm a fan. Jeff, do you happen to have anything? And if not, then ace bandages are enough. I do. Uh, ace bandages. Go with the brand name. Don't waste money on generic. 
the items that I have, it's two items that are similar. It's uh, the brand name is Topeak, T-O-P-E-A-K. They're, they make bicycle accessories mm-hmm. largely, oh. but they have two items. If you look for them, it's called the MTX rear bicycle basket. One is kind of just like a shopping basket, a wire basket with a handle. But the cool thing is it snaps on and off a oh, rear mount neat. on almost any bike. So if you're not, you can pop it off and then you take it shopping, pop it back on. And then you can also leave it off when you're not using the bike. The other one they have is really badass, And it is a trolley tote folding rear bike basket. So it's kind of like a milk crate, Ooh. but it folds up. And also there's an extending handle and then wheels on it. That's so awesome. you can actually use it. As does, it come, oh, wow. does it come with a little bell that goes bring, bring? Or... <laughs> that comes separately, but oh. I'm sure they sell one. Okay. Wow, that sounds really that cool. Does. Yeah, they're really yeah. cool. Guys, this has been too much fun. Yay. Emily, thank you for coming. Thank you for, thank you for waiting on me. You are so effort. welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Jeff, thank you for being available when Tony was sick last minute. My you pleasure. You guys are two MVPs. Yay. Yeah. but it- High five. <laughs> yeah. We crushed it. You did. But at least Emily was at the gym. I was just home fucking around yeah i pretty much if you saw me at the gym you'd be like that's fucking around <laughs> you were out of the house not so much at the gym but yeah yeah of, i was yeah, just I fucking around <laughs> what do you do at the gym um i warm up on a stationary bike for five minutes and then i'll just do th- either three different machines or three different like like free weight things mm-hmm. and then i'll run two miles Wow. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Now, do you, are you running on a treadmill or are you running? Treadmill. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I used to run outside in LA, but just cars, if you're, if you're a pedestrian, it's no. like you have time to stop and whatever. But if you're trying to get the run on, it's like you got to be so con, like conscious of cars. It just, you can't ever mm. get it going. So I do the treadmill and I do, um, oh my God, why can't I think of the name of it? Intervals. So I'll like start for the first minute as slow as you can go that where it could be walking mm-hmm. but you're still doing the motions <laughs> you're still in the, the joggy motion and then up at 0.5 every minute until i go as fast as i can possibly mm-hmm. go for a minute and then start over oh, that's- so i'll just do that and start over again and go through the cycle until i get to two miles how fast do you get to go the fastest i can get to is 8.5 wow for a minute but not every time. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't, I can't yeah. do it today. Like, yeah. You know? But I used to. I'm trying to get back to a eight minute mile. It's impressive. I, but that was when I was younger. I mm-hmm. could do it. I have not been able to get there. I've gotten to like eight forty five. I mm-hmm. think is like the fastest I've gotten to. I feel like it would take me like thirty minutes <laughs> to do a mile. <laughs> Probably. Nah, not, they thought but... it couldn't be done. Thirty minute <laughs> mile. Nah, I bet you like. A mile and 30 minutes. That's like, that's walking. That's just like fast walking. I think you have to go slower than that. (laughs) Uh, 30 minute mile. I should time time myself walking a mile and see how long it takes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I do that on my little thing because I walk a lot too, but it's, it it is fun. I love the gym. I do. I like it. Gym rat. I'm not a gym rat. I just like the feeling of when after it's done. Yes. I did something. Yeah. I kind of miss belonging to a gym. Emily, where can we find you? Plug anything you'd like to plug. Okay. So I'm still hanging out on Mythical Kitchen um, on YouTube and Good Mythical Morning. I'm making appearances on there. I I don't know if I'm allowed to. Maybe I ask Jordan Morris. But Jordan Morris and I are working on a podcast together. Oh, my gosh. How cool. I'm hoping it. Um, I don't know when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it'll it'll come out eventually. 
That's so exciting. But yeah. So I don't know if I'm allowed to say everything about what it is yet because we're still working on it, but it should come soon. Wow. I got my bumper dinged at the swat and gobble. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have one? I don't have one for you. Oh. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I have to compete with what does Jordan have another one? Doctors can be women. <laughs> what else do we have of his? We should all be a little more like Jeff Fox. Oh, oh wow. Jeff is great. What a guy. <laughs> Handsome and everything. Thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Jeff, where might we? F- nope. Daniel, where what? might we? F- Sorry. I always forget what order I go in now that we sit in a different oh, place. Oh, it doesn't table. matter. I know. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Instagrams and Instagram offshoots at Daniel Quants. And check out Doper's favorite things for a few of my favorite things and so on. Mm, great. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you'll like it. Jeff? I don't really have anything online to plug, but I'm going to be having a yard sale in the next <gasps> week or so. So it's hard for me to plug this online. But if people are in the West Los Angeles area, look for signs around Sunset Boulevard in Westwood. For science to my yard sale, I'll be selling my world-renowned Hummel and salt and pepper figurine collections. But the only downside is, I know this is getting a little shaggy, but I live in Bel Air and it's a gated neighborhood. So you have to look for the signs and then so that'll take you to the gate. So if if you're in LA and you see the signs, follow the signs. I don't know when it's going to happen, but look for them. And if you see them, go there. Follow it to the gate. Go to the guest entrance. The code is star 042 Two four zero star pound, and that'll let you in, and then you can go to the so two stars and a pound. Yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. so very sophisticated. So yeah, I'll see you there. Oh, why are you selling your Hummels? Making you, room, you know. Yeah, for more Hummels. Yeah, yeah. I have a, rule, <laughs> I have a, a one in, two out rule. So sure. I have a bunch that oh, I have good. bookmarked on eBay. So yeah. in order for me to buy them, I have to get rid of yeah. two. What's the fun of having a Hummel collection if you aren't? Just they're not flowing through in and out. I enjoy them, but at some point you decide it's time for someone else to enjoy them. Mm. So you want to kind of pay it forward. Yeah, Yeah, it's so nice. This has been so much fun, everyone. Please uh, rate and review my podcast. Follow me on YouTube. I'm on all the social media. Everything that you could want, Allison Rosen wise can be found in my link tree, which is in my Instagram bio. Get the re-release of my book, please. I love you. Thanks, everyone. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 